Welcome to Scuzzcast, everybody. I'm Buzz. I'm Scott. And I'm Goldie. And I'm Ray. We are at Phenomicon. Live in person. Yay, yay. <laughs> yeah. uh, doors aren't open yet, but we're all set up, ready to go. Doing yeah. a little testy. A little test, test. Little test, test, <laughs> test, test, test. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, this is uh, looking pretty entertaining. We got some good stuff showing up here already. I'm still stoked. We're sitting right beside the uh, classic video game table. <laughs> yep. yeah. And Probably the stage. And there. the stage, yeah. We can yeah. watch from our table. Yeah. Screw all those people with chairs out front. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, we've got a pretty good-looking setup down here. Lots of interesting vendors. we got a silent auction going on right now. Yeah, Hoping yeah. to raise some money so we can finish off our studio. Yeah. By the time anybody hears this, it'll all be done, but hey, here yep. we are. Can we wrap it up quick and throw it on Facebook? Probably could. Beauty. Word. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Come on down, check us out. Yep, yep. give We're us here. some money. Bye-bye. See you soon. Hey, everyone, it's Buzz from Scuzzcast. We just had our first interview with Thomas from Clued In Gaming. He's an on-site, at-home escape room service. Uh, you can check him out at his website at www.cluedingaming.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming down. Hey, thanks uh, for having me. What was your name again? My name's Tom. Tom, and what do you do, Tom? Uh, I am the owner and puzzle master of a traveling room escape company called Clued In Gaming. Sweet. Awesome. So you're totally mobile. You just go... 100%. I don't even have a brick-and-mortar store to work out of. Oh, perfect. That's way cheaper these days, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes, because you have hotel costs, but over Fair on enough. the long run, I'm not putting up the thousands and thousands of dollars in rent all at once every yeah. month. So. Right. So do you go to houses? Do you go to... At this stage, I'm really focusing on the convention aspect. So yep. things like Phenomicon, SakinoCon. I was just at a furry convention in Edmonton. A furry a, convention. A furry convention, oh, furry. Yeah. Uh, I do pony conventions. I I do do in-home services, so I do have a few rooms that I can throw together. Yep. But I mostly focus on that convention aspect. That's sweet. So how much room do you actually need for? Uh, a 10 by 10 tent. 10 by 10 tent. That, that's, uh, that's the smallest space I've worked in. Yeah. It works. So <laughs> Perfect. a little tight, but it'll work out. Exactly. Right on. <laughs> Sorry, this balloon guy is hilarious. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> he's a good one. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. around town a lot. Yeah. So when are you guys starting up up there today? We've already started. We had our first group run through. Uh, semi-successful, I'll say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it uh, take a little while to get people into it at the conventions, or is it... Uh... It's hit and miss, depending on the show. Uh, obviously, the more people at the convention, the, the more, the quicker I am, because just law of law, the law of large numbers yeah. works in my favor. Of course. But, I mean, our first spot was filled this morning, so well, I can't really complain and how many people do you do at a time? I can go up to six at this convention. Uh, this specific room goes up to six. I have a room that goes up to eight, and I have a room that does four. Sweet. And for the people that aren't necessarily uh, familiar with RuneScape, what's the... So, a RuneScape specifically is, it is a closed environment with hands-on puzzles that you have to solve within a specific time limit or you fail and the theming goes on from there. Cool. What's the uh, theme that you're running today? The theme I'm running today is called the Mad Scientist. Oh, that's he, he has plots and we want you to solve it up. If you're familiar at all with the show Phineas and Ferb, uh, yes, it's modeled yeah. off of, off that. It's modeled off of Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Sweet. Uh, that's awesome. Non-trademark wow. infringing Disney. Non-trademark non yeah, yeah, yeah. infringing. <laughs> 
How much do you charge? It is $10 per player. Yeah. We have a max of six for this room, but if you come to me with a full group of six, we offer you a $10 discount. Perfect. Perfect. That's completely reasonable. I like that. Yeah. yeah. And how long have you guys been going? I've been this? operating now for just under a year. Yeah. Uh, I've done a few conventions now, and it's going really well for us. Excellent. And are you just trying to stay local, or like you all, all over? All over. We said all you were in Alberta. I was in Alberta three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I'll be going to... Uh, I was in talks with a convention in the LA area. I can't say their name uh, because our talks broke down. Oh, so I, that's too bad. Have you done any out of Canada yet, or are you just trying to break uh, into that? I will be doing... I will likely be doing an out of Canada one in on Easter weekend. Uh, I'm still in contract negotiations with that con, so I can't say too much because you never ever talk about anything that's no, no. not in paper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Not until you have everything signed. That's right. Yeah. Because I don't want to say something, get people really excited and have them go, no. Yeah. 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 People showing up and you didn't end up. That's right. Exactly. I, right on. I do have some partners in the States that I work with, so cool. shout outs to Fuzzy Logic if anybody's interested. Nice. Perfect. Well, do you have a website that people can check Absolutely. you out? Absolutely. It's uh, cluedinggaming.com or .ca, whichever is your fancy. I own both. Oh, perfect. Uh, I, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. We're soon to have an Instagram account. Uh, that's still in the works. You can also uh, email us. All the information's on our website. Perfect. Right on. Beautiful. Well, thanks, well, thanks for coming by. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, I have cheers. to run upstairs and yeah, make sure right, everything's not that fire. Thank you very much. Have a great day. We'll yeah, talk to you later. Cheers. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Ray here with... Just getting to our second interview. Uh, this interview is with Victoria's Deadpool, a Deadpool cosplayer in the Victoria area who goes out to all the cons and other events. Um, so coming up next, Buzz and Scott are interviewing Victoria's Deadpool. Oh, yeah, we're recording, yeah? Yeah, we're recording. I had us going. So who are you? What do you do? Uh, I go by uh, Victoria's Deadpool. Victoria's Deadpool. I like it. I yeah, like I've been it. doing this for... Four or five years now. Right, right. And so I started. Sorry, go ahead. You do like t charity events, stuff like that. Yeah, I started with uh, Dave, who's running this convention right now. We started a group called Heroes Inc. back in that day. Right. Okay. And yeah, we did like nonprofit, charitable runs, from like fundraisers to like just hospital visits to uh, you name it. We'll do. We did it. Oh, nice. Okay. That's pretty fun. fun. It was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, something I've actually always wanted to get involved with. I always wanted to put together a Spidey costume. Oh, it's my thing. I just need a face shell. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So you're just wandering around down here making your presence known? Yeah, because I'm kind of the poster child, right? Uh, yeah, that's okay. my face on the, like, that's me with my uh, hands. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So is that to Dave? Like, oh, at least I should show up and look yeah. presentable for him. Yeah, absolutely. A little absolutely. better than just the cardboard cutout, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we can beat that, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yep. Got any events coming up that uh, you want to say you're going to be at? Or? Not really, because summer's kind of like, I know it's popular this time of the year for doing appearances and everything, but like it's literally dead for me. It's kind of better that way, probably. You don't want to be walking around in that thing all summer well, long. Well, I have, I have like up to, what, sorry, four or five suits, maybe six suits now. Like, oh, this one, this is the one I started with. And then I got like one that's more based off of the movie, so it's very stiff and like unrestricted like I wouldn't be able to sit down in that suit right now like right here doing this right. and I got like a comic book look one and then yeah but uh yeah this no, one's a little cooler no 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 just more well the movie one you're just dead yeah you're to be dead within like an hour of wearing it not even because yeah like there's no breathing 
I can't sit down. If you do, like, I can only go like up, up to there with my arms to my armpits because it's, I can not bend my knees. It's, it was painful, but I look good. Yeah, wow. I do, mean, yeah. that's the most important thing, right? Right, and I only wear that one for a Cap City Comic Con because right. it's my my prime jewel, or prime yeah. jewel, or whatever you want to call it, right? So, of course. Gotta look good for that one. Perfect. So you you just do brief appearances in that one then? Yeah, I go to those ones as just saying hi to everyone. Like, some people know who I am through social media and everything. Right. But other than that, like I don't want to ever like rent a table or anything because it'd just be too much money. And yeah, yeah. is it worth the worth the investment? Yeah, so, yeah I guess. Eh? So how did you get involved with this in the first place? Well, you want to go way back when. I guess when you go to Disneyland, everyone sees their favorite Disney character dressed up like Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck or Goofy. Like you see your characters dressed up as a kid. Yeah. And that like explodes your eyes. Like oh my god. So as a kid, I saw that, and then I met. Uh, well, I got a uh, I had a Batman Begins costume from the 2005 movie way back when. And that's when I met Dave. So long story short of that, sorry, is I did a comic free comic book day as Batman. Oh yeah. And I just love the attention that I got. Like, you know, hey, it's Batman. Oh my God, he's the coolest thing ever. Like, yeah. And then uh, Dave said, let's put together a group. And he said, oh, why don't you be Deadpool? Like, that seems like more of a little cater to your humor because I'm not good at being brooding dark, right. depressing. Like, I just can't do that. Yeah, yeah, more fun and Exactly. So like, I did a little bit of research. I didn't know a lot about Deadpool at the time. This is like long before the movie even came out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, okay, I think I can pull it off. And then I did. And yeah, I was told, like, you make a really good Deadpool. Like, you got the characters, mannerisms, you got the walk figured out, you got everything. So that kind of stuck since. Yeah, that's fantastic. Because I wish I was brave enough to do it, honestly. Oh, it's, it can be daunting at times. Especially yeah. when something like skin tight. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Right? And Looking very at Spidey, exposed. that's what I would be doing, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and you just gotta be comfortable in your own skin. No one will ever judge you. That's the great thing about here. Like, yes. Once you put on that mask, you're that character. Yeah, well, it's worth it. You get the smile on the kid's face. And exactly. It's all about the smile. Off. Yeah. It's all about the smile at the end of the day. Yeah. Like when we did the hospital visits, I remember, like, oh. it was the hardest part to keep a smile. Because you've seen kids going through literally the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those, like, you guys are the heroes here. Like, I'm dressed up as a superhero, but you are the true heroes. Because you're battling a battle that I can't even imagine. Yeah, what you're facing going down something that I could never face. Exactly. And I have a daughter, so it's like the same thing. Like, I just can't imagine. Absolutely, yeah. Being on the other side, too, being as a parent, like, oh, like, they are the heroes. Well, that's really exciting. It's a pretty cool opportunity to get to go do that. uh, It's it's an an experience, for sure, right? Like, if you have, like, you won't be stone cold hearted because, but if you can go in with a bit of sensitive heart, it's real easy. And if you have a good, don't ever go alone. Because that makes it harder to keep your composure together as a superhero. Like, of course, yeah. Like when we did as a group, it was great. I did it once by myself as Spider-Man because Spider-Man is very popular with kids. Yeah, yeah. That was probably really tough. Because you see, okay, you can't you can't say hi to that kid because he's going through like a major battle. It's like, and then you see another kid. He's like, that one's got less than like three months to make it to live. It's right. like, oh my god, this is. Keep it, to, keep it together for keep them, it. so you gotta stay strong. Stay strong for them, because yeah. they don't know the news yet either. They won't know either, right? Right. And you of can't course. break that news, and it's just like, stay strong, stay strong, stay strong. That's awesome. Well, you do a really killer service. I like that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. No, is there uh, any websites or anything you want to plug here, really quick, or websites or just Facebook? Well, I do have a Facebook page, Victoria's Deadpool. Just search me on Victoria's Deadpool on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Victoria's De- Victoria's dot or period Deadpool. Gotcha. Okay. Stuff like that. If you guys want to follow me, feel free. If you got photos, hashtag Victoria's Deadpool. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Beauty. Uh, any upcoming events? We already went over that. He's no, pretty he's slow for the summer. Uh, yeah, slow for the summer. This right. Is, this is it. And then I think the next one won't be until. I want to say not until like wow, not until um. I want to say October. October. All right. Well, hopefully is we'll get to see you there. 
Yeah, like I'm gonna try because I did before. It was the um, what was it called? The Halloween one that happens downtown. What, what the uh, haunted house or? Uh, like downtown core shuts down. And it's all Halloween themed stuff. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And okay. I just go just for an appearance. Like it's not like strictly it's just to say hi and cool. gotcha, okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking of uh, Fear at the Pier is what I was thinking of when you said that. Oh, sorry? Fear at the Pier. Oh no. The the haunted house thing. I'd like to go to Haunted House, but someone tells me it, I would probably not do good either. I'd probably pee my pants. Yeah, right. I get scared pretty easy. <laughs> Should have worn the brown ones. Exactly, right. <laughs> the brown or the yellow pants. <laughs> What does it do? Cheers. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for an interview. No yep. problem. Thank you very much. And we'll uh, look forward to seeing you at the next con. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy Thanks, this guys. one. Thank you for having me. Have a great one. Hey, everyone. It's Buzz from Scuzzcast. We just did another amazing interview with the 501st. Um, you can check them out at www.outerrimgarrison.com. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Raymond. We are good. We are recording. Probably easier to ask him in here than turning around. Oh, yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's our first live event. Uh, cool. <laughs> Still kind of getting everything figured out. Yeah. Eh? So uh, you're here with the 501st. Yeah, that is correct. Yep. Uh, Outer M. Garrison, the 501st Legion. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. So do you guys go to a lot of cons? We do. We try to make an appearance wherever we can. Um, like to get the word out about who we are, what we do, uh, yeah. try and get some new recruits for the cannon fodder. Yeah, so, uh, that's cool. Yeah. So what do you do? Uh, the Five Verse Legion, we're a worldwide charity Star Wars costuming group. Okay. Uh, we have over 13,000 characters worldwide now, uh, or members, sorry, not characters, uh, in 60 different countries. And basically, we go up and out to events where people either raising money for charities or social causes or just need some people on a corner to help uh, raise awareness for uh, for a good cause. Yeah, so yeah, that's okay. that's, yeah, that's what we like to hear. Is uh, being that you guys have uh, uh, groups all over the world, do you get together ever with the, with the groups spread out for, for big, big events? Oh, or? yeah. There's uh, the Star Wars Celebration big cons. Uh, is that lined up with May the 4th? Is that a different one? It's a different one. Oh, okay. it's, it's, I guess, every two years now. Oh, okay. uh, last year, or this year, was in Chicago. You were that was in London. I oh, think, wow. think they just announced the next one's da- back down in Anaheim. Cool. So, I mean, it's a official. It's not a 501st get-together, but it's a big Star Wars thing. So, right. so you guys make a big presence? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's always a big uh, group photo and a big 501st presence there. That's pretty sure. exciting. I see you guys' armor's walking around, and it just looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, thanks. Definitely impressive. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we spend a, a lot of time and a few Imperial credits on them. I imagine, yeah. 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 So you're wandering around in the black one, right? Yeah, I was the uh, First Order TIE Fighter pilot. First Order TIE Fighter. Yeah, gotcha. Probably one of my favorite, one of the armors. I think the only armor that I like better for the Imperials is the, the Imperial Guard. The, the Imperial red, yeah, yeah. dress armor. It's like you got a thing for red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really kind of does. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'm, uh, I always like that armor for some reason in all of the movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. It's very hot. I we imagine. Have Do you guys have a few them? Yeah. Got a few guards. The big thing is like the helmet, I guess, doesn't breathe very well. Oh, I can see that. So yeah, that's a. But it's very cool. It's very. Uh, it's always that silent, medicine guy in the back that doesn't say anything or do of anything. Of course, yeah. Like, I don't want to mess with that guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be this guy. Yeah. 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 So how does somebody get involved with you guys if we wanted to? Uh, well, you can check out our uh, website and our, our forums. Uh, that'll point you in the right direction. But basically. 
to join the Legion, you got to be 18 years of age, uh, and you have to have a Star Wars costume that um, meets our standards, because that's how we keep those meticulous-looking things. We have certain um, levels; everything's screen accurate. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And we have uh, uh, members who actually review your submission. You got to take photos and. We just have a checklist to make sure, like, okay, if you're doing a stormtrooper, like, okay, you have the, the right stripes on the helmet or the the shoulder bells in the right place and, and right. stuff like that. I like and, that. Yeah, and we're just all the uh, the bad guys from the Star Wars universe. So it's just is the it, Oh, it just covers all the bad yeah, guys? Just the, just the bad guys. Um, any, any Sith or is that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. I wasn't Sith. sure if it was... Into yes. the Force users or not? Yeah, for sure. Cool, um, cool. We even have uh, characters from the now defunct expanded universe. Oh uh, yeah, still still part of our group and and everything. So yeah, we, and we pair up often with the uh, the Rebel Legion. So that's the good guys, of course. Oh, right? Cool. Yeah. So I was just about to ask if there was yeah. a Rebel Legion yeah. out there somewhere. And the uh, Mandalorian Mercs, who is the the Mercs, of course, and uh, the Droid Builders. So there's a oh, few cool. different groups that we all work with and have different. Um, Cross memberships, so a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people in our group have uh, an imperial costume or a, or a rebel or droids or. Well, See, that's fantastic! Nice. I love that. Yeah, so yeah. it's a big Star Wars nerdy family. Yeah, you guys wonderful. put together a really great fan film, probably pretty easily. Oh yeah, well you should check out Bucketheads. Bucketheads, plug Bucket for Bucketheads as yeah. a fan film that a couple of our members. Uh, put together last year. And it's uh, been very well received. They've been traveling around, won a bunch of rewards. Is that available to be seen on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Perfect. Yeah, it's a short film um, by a couple of our members, and a lot of our members are stunt doubles in the background and running around, and it, you know, not to toot their own horn, but for fan films, that was. Uh, one of the better ones. That's Perfect. awesome. Well, yeah. I love to uh, see stuff like that. Throw a link up on Scuzzcast page there. I yeah, like that. Yes, for sure. yes, for sure. Cool. Yeah. So, was there anything you wanted to plug really quick here? Uh, upcoming events, websites. Uh, upcoming events. Uh, you know what? Even though I'm the event coordinator, I don't really know off the top of my head what's going on. Uh, check out our our website, the 501st.com. That'll open a whole new world of costuming yeah, I'll have to look um, into that. and if you're in BC here the outer room garrison so we're the the local chapter that comprises comprises all of BC so the, here on the island lower mainland interior we're okay. not so we Might got, have to step away from the light side there you go I'll join you <laughs> dark side we got cookies, we got cookies. I like cookies, cookies so. yeah yeah, so it's good. Beautiful. Cool. Well, thank All you right, for joining thank you very us. Much. You're very welcome. Have a nice good rest of, the, rest of the con. And, yeah, uh, we'll enjoy see yourselves. You. Yeah. Indeed. Thank All right. You. Thanks again, guys. Cheers. Okay. Hey, welcome back, guys. Uh, we just had an interview with Steve Lewis from the 501st. Uh, pretty good interview on a pretty good roll today. Uh, next, we have Steve from Aphrodite's Army. He's going to talk a little bit about his work with us here. Anyway, thanks for joining us. That's Phenomicon 2019. Well, welcome to our table. Thank you. Uh, we'll start off with your name. Oh, I'm Steve Parrish-Ralton, and uh, I'm with uh, Aphrodite's Armor. My wife and I have uh, a small business that we uh, basically make um, chain mail and scale mail, mostly jewelry, but also pieces of armor as well. Cool. Cool. Now, do you do this as a main career, a hobby? It's more of a hobby for us. Uh, yep. we, we both have other jobs that we do to, you know, pay the rent and whatnot. Yep. But, yeah. uh, but we love doing the chain mail. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's something about it, a little bit hypnotic, you know, working away on the stuff. 
definitely does. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do too. And so, uh, so we we just really enjoy doing it and like to sort of bring it out and share it with other people. How yeah. long have you been making the chainmail? We've been doing it for about six years, six and a half years now. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a hobby that actually uh, came about when my wife actually herniated a disc in her neck. Oh, and really? So she was, you know, off work and couldn't really move around much for about six months and so um, I just we just happened across the the craft and uh, she picked it up as something to do while she was convalescing. How long did it take you guys to learn how to perfect your craft? Still still doing it or is it? (laughs) Still perfecting. Um, So I mean some of the basic weaves say you know it only took you know a couple of months of of kind of working away at it part-time to to get things in in sort of good shape but there are other things that we didn't even you know didn't even comprehend how to attempt until you know a few years in well yeah with the chain mail you can quite uh, i mean you can there's different levels of chain mail for sure uh just the single link or oh absolutely yeah yeah so they can get pretty crazy so yeah they're actually there's a there's a a website out there that's uh, called uh mail artisans and uh, they actually, people register um, different weaves that they've made and invented. Oh, cool. And there's some, somewhere, several thousand weaves that are different. registered out there that people well, have come up of, with. it's one of the oldest, um, oh, our Batman's going down. <laughs> it's one of the oldest crafts out there, right? Yeah, it's been around for a long time. And, uh, and the, the oh, fun thousands thing Thousands of years, yeah, thousands. Thousands. And, it's uh, it's one of those things where um, a lot of the weaves that we use are still the same weaves that were used for making armor, you know, 800, 1,000, 1,200 yeah. years ago. That's perfect. Yeah, I, I need to get a, a few things put together for a, a cosplay outfit I need to make, so... Yeah. Happy to help I'll, you out. I'll if take you're... your info and we'll, uh, we'll have to get in touch. That sounds great. So you're local. Obviously. Yeah, we're just uh, just from Couch and Bay, so not too far away oh, from perfect. here. Yeah, just up the island a bit, and uh, yeah, just uh, having a lot of fun with it. So, do you have your own shop per se, or are you just, just doing it at your no, home? No, just out of the home. We've converted a, a room in the in the house to with wall to wall units of drawers full of various different sizes and colors of rings and scales. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's sweet. I can imagine it takes up a fair amount of space. Yes, yes, it's a uh, it's it's a large undertaking, and it spreads across the whole house. Really, <laughs> it always does end up taking over everything. Yep, sure it does. So you were saying earlier, this isn't your first con that you've done, or this is? No, no, we've done lots of cons. We've been doing cons for probably four years now. Four years? Yeah. So uh, you know the the God of Cons when they were around, and we've been doing Tsukinocon for several years. Uh, so we like to we like to do the cons. We find. Uh, um, a lot more like-minded people at the cons than we do at things like farm markets and stuff like that. Though we sure. do those as well. For sure. Perfect. Have you ever gone to the, like, the Sandwich Fair kind of thing? Not to the Sandwich Fair. Because they have a lot of blacksmiths out there too, right? Yes, they do, yeah. And we haven't actually made it out to that one. Been thinking no. about it. Would be good to, good fun to try. Yeah. Now you have also multiple different colors of chainmail too, don't you? Yeah, the majority of the chainmail we make is actually out of anodized aluminum. So it's aluminum that's got a coating on it, okay. and, that, and they, they coat it with the colors. And, uh, and it's the process that's used now to anodize the aluminum is really good. It's, it's quite durable. It doesn't scratch off easily. And the colors don't fade, even in the sun. It's really nice. That's good. 
makes it durable, lo yep. lo long lasting kind of thing. Exactly, and it yep. won't oxidize or tarnish either, which is really nice. Oh, that's that's perfect. Yeah, but we do do other metals as well. We work in uh, in some copper and brass. We also do some titanium and even niobium. Niobium, um, eh? Yeah, that's cool. It's good stuff um, and really interesting colors that you can get out of it. But uh, a little bit on the expensive side, the niobium. <laughs> How much do you guys charge for a simple chainmail? shirt or whatnot well uh, a shirt is a fairly big undertaking especially with sizing it to a person and uh, and it depends a little bit on the design and whether you're looking for something with an inlay or just a straight single color but it's usually up in the several hundreds of dollars range yeah. uh, six to eight hundred dollars usually for for a shirt yeah. depending um, on customization exactly of course um, most of the stuff that we do honestly is jewelry it's so we jewelry do, we do a lot of you know, bracelets, pendants, necklaces, headpieces, things like that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the sort of stuff that uh, tends to go over a little bit better. Not too many people are coming to a con to looking to drop uh, several hundred dollars several on a single dollars. piece. Yeah. yeah, unless it's the piece they need. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's more for more custom work, which we do as well. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Custom. And do you guys have a website? Um, we don't have a website per se at the moment, but uh, my wife maintains her Facebook page, which is uh, Aphrodite's Armor Adornments. Okay. Um, and uh, she posts a picture of every single thing she makes on there. So. Perfect. And do you, and do you guys do online orders? We do online orders. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so yeah, we're always happy to have people uh, contact us and uh, set something up and. We're, uh, we do a lot of custom work. We can change out, you know, colors or even patterns for things and uh, right. do whatever it is you're looking for. Sweet. Beautiful. We'll uh, put a link in uh, beside the interview to uh, the Facebook page, hopefully. And uh, awesome. it's good to talk to you. Well, thanks very much. Awesome. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Hey, everybody. Coming up next, we're going to have our interview number five. We got Mark Gladhill. He's from the Royal Manticoran Navy and also represents the uh, Mercenary Guild of the Four Horsemen. Tune in and find out what he's got to say. Here we go. All right. Start her off, Scotty. All right. Well, welcome to our interview here. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Well, I guess we'll start off uh, with your name. Uh, I'm Mark Gladhill. Um, and what group are you here with? Well, I'm actually here with two. Uh, well, the first group, uh, I'm here with the Royal Manticore Navy. It's the official Honor Air and Confan Association. As we like to joke, it's a bit of a book club with a cosplay problem. <laughs> so it's an officially licensed fan association uh, that recreates the works of the military universe, uh, sci-fi universe that David Weber created. Uh, I happen to be uh, the CEO of the chapter here on the island, HMS Centaur, as well as... Um, also a bear in Clipper Island, the organization as well. We recreate the uh, aristocracy as well from the book series. Cool, cool. Uh, and my other club I, I'm here with is for the uh, Mercenary Guild. It's the official Four Horsemen Universe Fan Association. It's another fan officially licensed fan association based on another book series. Oh, so the two aren't connected? No. Oh, okay. okay. They're both separate ones, so there's a lot of members who cross over. Like, for example, I'm the executive officer of one of the mercenary mercenary units that exist in the 4HU, but then I'm a captain senior grade uh, and a chapter CEO uh, in the Honorverse one as well. 
Cool. Does that keep you guys pretty busy at the cons? And uh... Uh, It does, actually. This is actually the first convention for the Four Horsemen we've actually officially attended. It's a brand new convention, but the Honorverse one, uh, we've been going to conventions here on the island since 2017, having launched a chapter here in uh, 2016, and then we have a long legacy dating back uh, all the way to 2012 down in Washington State as our first chapter in the Pacific Northwest. Cool, and do you guys go to uh, other places? On, do you go up to the Nanaimo cons and stuff well, like that? Well, actually, the, uh, I'm based out of Nanaimo. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so I have member I have members in both, uh, both fan groups uh, here down in the greater Victoria area as well as all up and down the island. For example, for the uh, Honorverse, when I have members here in greater Victoria, Nanaimo, Euclid, Port Alberni, Campbell River and Courtney Comox. So are you guys just strictly based on the island now or are you all across Canada, the states? We're, the the 4HU is brand new so we're not in very many countries yet but we are in several countries uh, including here in Canada and the United States but the TMRN is nearly 6,000 members in 40 countries around the world. That's amazing, cool. Uh, And and, uh, we're continuing to grow. Uh, When I joined, I was the 284th member in 2011, and now we have almost 6,000 members. Wow, Uh, wow. That's that's a huge jump. And it is. And alone here in um, Canada, we have five chapters, various chapters. There's three here in British Columbia in total, then one in Manitoba, and then another one in... um, Ontario. The 4HU is still quite new, so there's not as very many chapters, but the Crimson Dawn, which is my Merck company, uh, we're a Washington State, British Columbia chapter. Uh, okay. And we, so we, uh, we just go to, for everything, we go to conventions up and down the place. And actually for both, I'm going down to a convention in Seattle in September because David Weber, the author of the Honorverse books, is actually going to be in attendance at a convention. So cool. And whenever, see if you can draw some new, uh, new recruits as well uh, while you're there? Well, or do you, uh, not necessarily new, new recruits, but whenever David comes out, especially the Pacific Northwest, we can usually get a good group of people. We may have as many 30 to 60 members attend. Uh, all we There's a lot of concentration in Washington State. Uh, so we just kind of go down and hang out and see people that we don't see. How do you guys, how do you guys get so many members? Like, what, what do you do to promote yourself? And well, it depends on the thing. Uh, for the TMRN, we promote that we're a book club. Okay. But we are also a club where you can take exams or courses so in development or currently developed we have over 600 exams in the uh, honorary confound association you can take which let you take rating exams rank exams uh, people can come and hang out for the com- comradeship or um, gaming some people join for the cosplay uh, so there's all a host of things it's the same with the uh, 4-h uh, Fan Association as well, the Mercenary Guild, many of the same things things apply, but we can do contracts for like going out to conventions or food drives or other things as well, and you get it that way. And and both uh, both have where uh, you actually have to earn your earn your stuff. For like for me, my rank I got from being in a thing. For my rank um, in my uniform for the Honor Arrington Fan Association, everything on my uniform I've actually had to earn. That's so I've neat. earned the ribbons, I've earned my rank through exams and through my 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 work. I've earned my peerage, contributions. my contributions to it. Uh, so it's a lot of, it's a place, both are a place for members to find a home and 
do things. And I actually suffer from, I may not sound like it, but I actually suffer from I'm autism. I was originally diagnosed with Asperger's, and it's actually helped me to come out of my shell and socialize and, and do things, uh, especially the Honor Arrington one uh, that I That's awesome. don't think yeah. I would have been able to do if I didn't have this outlet. So yeah. it's actually helped me in a lot of ways. Uh, That's awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. And another thing that sets them apart, which I really like, is that we're officially licensed, uh, which means okay. that we've actually, in the case of David and the authors for the uh, Mercenary Guild, we've actually gone out and gotten officially support from them. So we have to follow rules and regulations, especially for the Honorverse. Yeah. But by following these rules, it lets us play in the sandboxes that the authors have created. Um, but we have to strictly follow how our uniforms look. Now, who makes the rules? and? Uh, well, in the case of the um, Honor Arrington, it's the Space Lords. So we actually have a council uh, that's headed by the First Lord of the Admiralty, and then there's Space Lords that handle each thing. So there's a bureau for training, there's a bureau for supply, there's a bureau for our web presence, there's a bureau for our planning. And there's similar things in the Mercenary Guild as well uh, that set out the things. But one of the differences between the two is that the Mercenary Guild's a little more. Um, the un the, it's all about the mercenary chapters instead of right. uh, and the other things. So there's more leeway for us compared to the Honorverse, where it's much more structured because yeah. uh, we have to appear, follow the you know, what appears in the books and other things. But it gives us a chance to uh, have a lot of fun. It sounds like it. Do you have a website and stuff people can come and check you out at? Um, yes. Uh, if you go to trm trmn.org, uh, that can take you to the TMRN website, which is the Royal Manticoran one. Then if you, um, I forget, I think it's mercenaryguild.org for the Mercenary Council one. That one's still quite new, so it's very bare bones, but the uh, TMRN one will take you to it and it'll have our mission statements, a little bit about our association, our official charities that we support, awesome. and a host of other things. Beautiful. We have uh, your pamphlet over here. We'll make sure to throw your info up uh, where we have your uh, the interview put it. Perfect. Thank you. Right on. Thank you very much for coming by and letting Thank us you know. for having me. Yeah. Cheers. Anytime. Thank you. Bye-bye. Holy shit, everybody. This next interview you're not going to want to miss. We got Kevin Smith. People walking by. Yeah. Last interview, it was great. There's somebody doing weird poses and stuff as we're trying to interview the guy. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to Scuzzcast. Hey, we got, thanks for having me, guys. We got Kevin Smith here. Nice. Yeah, yeah. how's it going? AKA Dustin yeah, is Dustin. your real name. Yeah, yep, Dustin. Yeah. Right on. Uh, how long have you been cosplaying as Kevin Smith? Uh, well, let's see. I'm 45 now, so I did my first Silent Bob cosplay in 1999, I believe it was. 99. And I had a J at that point, and uh, I don't have a J anymore, but yeah, so... And then I didn't do it for probably a good 10, 12 years after that, and then I just kind of started throwing a trench coat on every Halloween and put my hat on backwards and go walk around and stuff, yeah. and, you know, people started, like, going, hey, you know, you ever get how much you look like Kevin? And I'm like, yeah, my whole life, pretty much. It was yeah. it was actually funny. The first person that everybody used to think I looked like was uh, Stephen Page from the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah. I used to have the big round circle glasses, and so... I would get this, I'd go out to Harvey's in the middle of the night after going to the bars in Vancouver or something and people were like, oh my god, you look like Stephen Page and then I'm like, oh well, yeah, I like the Bare Naked Ladies, that's cool, but 
Yeah, no, once uh, Mallrats hit, uh, basically Kevin's been my go-to cosplay for the last 20 years. So, yeah, perfect. But yeah, and uh, first hockey jersey Kevin Smith was back in 2016 at Fan Expo when he came. Yeah. And I actually got a chance to briefly meet him and give him a custom jersey that I made. Oh, that's so, cool. If he still has it, eh, I don't know, but yeah, and I've gotten some nice little Twitter hashtags from him and convos back from him and some likes and things like that. That's but, cool. Yeah, but I've also, yeah, it's been a really good opportunity for me meeting a lot of new people in the community uh, of geek culture and that because uh, for a long time I was out of it. Like, I used to yeah. collect comics and I'm a Transformer collector by heart, um, but I just, for a long time I was just like, you know, was work and you know, wife and kids and all that. And now I'm like, ah, it's now time for me to get back into what I love. And so I saw Kevin Smith was coming to Fan Expo. I'd never been to a really big con since they used to do them in Victoria way back way in, back, the, in yeah. I guess it was like late 80s, early 90s. At the conference centers yeah, and stuff and, like that. And that was like the last couple really big ones before Capital City happened. And I was like, well, I'm going to meet it. I want to promote my friend's toy store, give them a jersey with their logo on it. Which is Try Cherry Bomb Cherry Toys. Cherry Bomb Toys, yeah. yeah. Got to give my shout-out to Cherry Bomb. They're they're like my second family. Yeah, they had a little bit of a shutdown for a little while. Yeah, because of the fire damage and all, or from the smoke from the fire behind them. But they're all back up and running, so you should get down there and check it out. Everything's sure. back up. They redid the museum. There's some new exhibits and stuff. Oh, wow. so, That's sweet. Yeah. They got some cool stuff up in yeah, there. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm trying to get B to put my hot old hockey jersey that I got made when I met him up there with yeah. a photo, but you know how B can be, so it's all, we'll, we'll get it up there sometime. Perfect. So, yeah. Right on. But yeah, so, yeah, and I got to meet him. And, so but, that must have been like, quite the highlight of your life, eh? Oh, yeah, that was like, and, and it was nice, too, because I actually, like, how I met him was through, you do those photo ops, right? Yep. So basically you're cattle, and you get pushed through those. If I don't know if you've ever done one. You're about five ten seconds with those guys well i actually kind of knew a couple of the security guys and all that and they kind of gave me a good little word of mouth saying can you just give him like 30 seconds instead of 10 seconds because he wants to give kevin something so they're like okay yeah so quickly i just was just like i walked in and he looked at me and he goes wow you're a good looking dude and i'm like well it takes one to know one basically and he's yeah. like he's like no you and me and i'm like yeah and he's like he's like are we doing so we're gonna do a photo and i'm like yeah and i'm like he's like oh i really like your jersey i'm like well i'm glad you said that because here i have one for you and he's like no way man that's awesome and i'm like yeah and he goes so do you have an assistant and he goes like no it's just me and so he's like he took it put it with his coat and everything and Cool. We flashed like two pictures, and then he looked at me. He goes, "He goes, you're doing really good. Uh, keep it up." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks, you too." And so he gave me a hug, and you got that. Like we know all Kevin, you get that contact high from yeah. him because yeah. he's yeah, absolutely. And uh, so yeah, he shook my hand, gave me another hug, and was on my way. And so yeah, just over the like I said, over the last three years, I've just had these little interactions through Twitter and Instagram with him and other people in his circles, like. I've gotten some likes from Jay Muse, but like you know, those are just little flashes of things and stuff. And but I've really gotten to know some other guys that he's worked with on his CW shows. Um, Tom Cavanaugh and I have kind of he he really loves my stuff. Like he actually yeah. was leaving one night at Fan Expo two years ago, and he was getting ready to go because he had to go and pack up and leave. And so I was like, oh crap, I wanted to meet Tom Cavanaugh because if you ever if you know Tom Cavanaugh. He had this show called Ed, where I think yep. he was a retired lawyer that got a bowling alley. Yep. That was a show me and my mom used to watch because it was. It was really, a great show. It was a great show. Great show. 
So I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, Tom. I'm like, oh shit, Tom's leaving. So I'm like, I walk up and he's putting his hat on and he's turning around and I'm like, wait, Tom, you can't leave without seeing me. And he turns around and he's like, holy shit, yeah, come on up here. And so, yeah, we talked, me and him chatted, got a photo with him and he's like, and the best thing he ever said to me is those anytime you're at a convention, I'm here, you make sure you come say hello to me. That's, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. So he was at Fan Expo in, well, I guess it was, what was this year, February or March? Uh, February, I believe. Yeah, I think he was at that one. And uh, so I debuted my new Kevin Smith cosplay, and I did a Green Lantern version of it, but I had oh, like, really a Green cool. Lantern logo with a pot leaf in the middle of it, yep. so I was the Green Lantern in it. And he's like, he's like, that's really awesome. And so, yeah, I got to talk to him for a few more minutes, and my wife got to meet him. And so, yeah, it's just, he's just, the Kevin Smith cosplay has just been this really great opportunity for me just to reintegrate back into geek culture and, like, talk with you guys. And yeah, just sure. every, just be out there in the community and well, stuff. Well, Kevin so. Smith is the reason why we started our podcast. Well, yes, as, absolutely. As it should be. Like, yeah, he's because the, we would listen to all the Smodcasts. Yeah. And, 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 the last episode, well, one of the ones that really made it come true for us yeah. was, well, he was saying we gotta, we gotta do a podcast, like we have to do it. And, uh, and I listened to one of the podcasts, and Kevin Smith said, "Do you ever want to do a podcast? Just start one. Just yeah. do it. Yeah, just and, do it." And that's, and that's with me is like, I'm very good at talking without a mic in front of me. Like this is actually, I'm, I'm quite impressed how well I'm doing because I do get a little choked up or sometimes yeah. when I'm on the mic. But again, you guys, you're. You're like me. You're just one yeah. of us, and it's very easy to talk to and stuff For like sure. that. So, but yeah, I've 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 been in my basement with my mics and all that, and I've recorded like probably four or five of them, and I'm like, ah, I just don't have that courage to hit send to send them off. But it, I gotta it, do it took it, us so. a lot. It took yeah. us a while too, man. Yeah, so. but yeah, it's just like Kevin's really like you got to do it. Like don't don't waste your time and what could be. Like just yeah. do it. So, yeah, we we absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. so you got. Again, you have your Instagram. You want to yeah. plug it up? Oh yeah, it's uh, it, it's just Dustin D U S T A M on Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. So, yeah. Do you have and a Facebook page? No, I just, don't. Just my a personal. Facebook page is my own personal kind of. Yeah. That's just for friends and family. But my Instagram and Twitter, that's I guess my world brand, you would call yeah. it. So awesome. yeah, that's where you'll find most of my stuff. And if you want to find it even easier, uh, I kind of took over a hashtag on Instagram, and that's uh, Kevin Smith Cosplay. Also, if you look up hashtag Kevin Smith Cosplay, I'll be one of the two main dudes on that. So that's cool. like my main hashtag on that as well. So. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thanks thank you for coming much. in. Yeah, thank you guys. Cheers. It was a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll have you back on sometime. Here, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime you want to do something, talk to or sit down, I'll shoot well, me we'll, a message we'll, and we'll do another one or something. Yeah, absolutely. Like absolutely. Sounds we good. We record just about weekly. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thanks again, man. Thanks, buddy. Up next, we got Krista from Team Ginge Cosplay. She's going to talk a little bit about what they do and uh, I assume the types of things they dress up as. All right, we are good. All right, so we're going to start off. What's your name? Hi, I'm Krista uh, of Team Ginge Cosplay Creations. Uh, you guys having a good time here today? We are. It's really nice. It's it's been. I just took part in some some D and D stuff, and we've had a lot of people asking us about cosplay and, and building that up, and lots of fun. And yeah, everyone's been really great here. <laughs> Sweet. How long have you been uh, doing the 
cosplay creation? Uh, well, we've been, my, my friend Taryn, who's the co-founder and I, we, uh, we've been doing costumes and stuff since we were little. Uh, both of us were in dance and we had to sew our own costumes. Our mom sewed our costumes. So we've been doing it for a long time, um, but we sort of incorporated, not we're incorporated, but <laughs> we started our thing together a, a year and a few months ago. So we've been been building it up slowly but surely, done a few commissions. We do, uh, if you guys talk to the Dork Tales guys, um, we made all of their Star Trek uniforms. Oh, that's The great. DS9 jackets. Uh, yeah, we've got them over at our thing, so come say, come check it out. But, uh, Excellent. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so we're working more and more and getting our name out there, and it's, you know, it's always tough, but we're getting there. <laughs> and how long have you been doing it? About a year and a bit. A year yeah. and a bit. Nice. Officially. What's the your the most like what's your favorite costume or piece that you put together? The the DS9 jackets yeah. for sure. Yeah. They they were like literally I so I made five jackets and it was over twelve hours of just quilting the top halves. Like that doesn't like the gray part of the DS9 jackets and like everything else. It's, you know, took even longer than that, but yeah. but I was super happy with them. They look great on screen. I'm super stoked about them. Um, yeah, I think that was our our the, the top. Yes, this resistance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to get a, a number one costume. Yeah, yeah. Dad, hey, you know what? You know somebody, yeah. so yeah. hit me up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I get you. I, I can grow the the goatee. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, my, my other our other one is um, from a, a show called Ruby, which is by Rooster Teeth, the guys yeah. that do. Yeah, uh, yeah you, everyone knows Rooster Teeth. Um, yeah, one of their kind of animes. We did uh, Nora Valkyrie. One of the characters has a giant hammer that turns into a bazooka. It is currently just a hammer and is totally badass. It's actually what started us wanting to do it as a job. Sweet. Um, but we're actually working on making it transform from a bazooka into a hammer. Oh, that's cool. That's our next challenge. That's, that's so, a lot of work. Yeah, next next con season, everyone should see it. See it out and about. We're yeah, excellent. We'll look for it at your booth. Yeah, you know it. Awesome. What other cosplays do you do? Um, uh, personally, I do Etta Candy from Wonder Woman. Uh, yep. the, the the secretary. Um, currently, I'm wearing a zero fail from Good Omens, which just launched. So it's my first like topical cosplay I've ever done. Nice. Um, I do Barb from Stranger Things. I do a lot of side characters. Like I'm kind of the the uh, eternal side character. Um, and then my friend Taryn does. Uh, uh, we we did a full group of uh, the DC bombshells. Yep. So I did Hawkgirl, um, we had a Black Canary, we had a Harley, I've got Harley's jacket over at our booth, um, which we made, and uh, Batwoman, which was wicked. Do you just do them for um, like Comic-Cons, or do you have, have other events that you guys go out and do at this point? Uh, we haven't done too much. Um, both of us were, we were working at the same day job for a long time, so we couldn't get the same days off ever. Uh, but we now, know what that's like. Yeah, exactly. So now, luckily, we're, uh, we're able Able to we're both at different jobs and everything um, so we get to go you know do more as of right now we're not doing a ton because she's got a two-year-old so uh, it, it can be a little tough when yeah, you got a little one that, yeah. the job you're pretty much done exactly. yeah, that's right. so we try to get out as much as we can um, I want to start going to the more like the the parades and things like that I think next year um, this was kind of our building year and next year yeah, yeah I'm stoked but we, 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 we do things over Etsy and stuff like that we do uh, kids bomber jackets and stuff like that sweet so, yeah we sold a couple of those and they look fantastic and they do yeah we had one on display over there today right that's that's actually harley's jacket oh, it looks harley's like a child's jacket? jacket but the girl that went as harley is very tiny ah, um, yeah. but no we make wee 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 ones for like two-year-olds and they're oh, super neat. cute yeah, yeah i love it so that's one of my favorites but yeah right on yeah awesome 
Well, thank you very much for sitting down with us today. Do you have a website you'd like yeah, to plug? Uh, we oh. don't have a website yet, but we do have our Instagram, which is Team Ginge Cosplay Creations. Yeah. Uh, team, T E A M, Ginge, G I N G E cosplay creations uh and uh, yeah find us on there dm us uh we're also really really excited about just working with people so if you're working on a costume yourself and just interested in like hey i want to ask some questions um, a little advice here or there absolutely if we've come across it we'll help you out if not we know tons of people in town and everywhere else and yeah. we can figure it out um awesome. may i also plug one more thing of yeah, absolutely. Um, i just want. recently started working with uh, tracy moore she is the original voice actress of sailor moon <laughs> um, she, yeah, she's and she's putting together something really awesome for Victoria. She's putting something together called Create, K-R-E, the number eight. Yeah. Um, and it, basically, she's putting together a community of creators. So people that make original content, you guys would be included in that. Podcasting is obviously going to be a big thing. Um, yeah. Game development, game coding, um, how to use a, a mocap suit, makeup, all this kind of stuff. Um, I can't remember the dates exactly, but look it up. It's in August, and they're going to be doing a full week of these. Oh, that's neat. Cool. Also doing a Smash Bros. tournament uh, oh. in there as well. Oh, yeah. oh okay. we'll be there. Look, oh, look we'll it up. It's going to be wicked. Yeah. Um, there's going to be awesome prizes. You can win a Switch. It's it's wicked. You uh, can win a Switch. Yep. Oh, yeah, it's oh. it's oh yeah, it's gonna there's there's a lot of really good stuff and and their goal all over is really just to promote people making good stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming over and Thanks so doing much. an interview. Yeah. Have a great day. You too. Thank Bye -bye. you. Okay, everybody, let's get prepared here. This is the last interview of the day for Phenomicon 2019. Uh, this interview is with Kelly and Christine from Dork Tales. They're uh, the uh, Dungeons and Dragons style group. Um, listen up and let's see what they're about. All right, we're here right now with the uh, people from Dork Tales. Yep, that's All right. All right, well, I'll let you guys introduce yourself. Uh, hey, I'm Kelly. I'm the uh, the dungeon master, storyteller, guy that makes up stories and fun lies for Dork Tales. Hi, and I'm Christine. I'm a player, behind the scenes, prop maker, social media person ideas provider, etc, etc, etc. You stay busy. <laughs> oh yeah. And I work full time too. <laughs> no, just a little while ago you guys did a live D&D &D game. Yeah, we did. Did you guys did you guys hear it over here? Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. We were watching it, that's for sure. Nice. I think yeah. I had the most fun just being able to fling a sword around. Yeah, yeah no kidding. enjoyable. Is that the first live D&D &D game you guys have done? No, we did another one at Tsukinocon earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, it's an anime convention, but we um, managed to, to worm our way in with some dice and have some fun there. And they they went through an adventure that time that was a bit more scripted. They went through a haunted house. Uh, it was the House of a Thousand Puppets. It was a Muppet-based adventure. And the final <laughs> boss was Kermit the Frog, or an evil doppelganger of Kermit the Frog, I believe it was. Well, and I think we found his nice version, too. Yes. But, uh, so both D&D lives have included Kermit in yeah, some version. Oh, uh, yeah. It's kind of a kind of a must. There you go. When did like, you guys start Dork Tales? Uh, so Dork Tales started um, officially around Last November? November of twenty yeah, yeah. twenty eighteen. We did a big extra live stream, which is a charity event that you, where people play games. We did role playing games. We did a twenty five hour long. Yeah. Because uh, there was daylight savings time. It's yep. supposed to be twenty four hour, and then it was like, oh no, uh, it's twenty five hour long D and D session. Wow. Uh, I remember seeing that on, on Facebook, I think, oh, or nice. something. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. it um, Dragon Heist? Yeah, it was the Waterdeep Water Dragon Heist, one of the modules. And uh, we raised about like 
twenty twenty five hundred dollars for for extra life, and it was really Way it was really successful we and expecting. a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Our uh, our co-host over here, Chris, he actually used to be RDM when we played Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Nice, nice. What edition do you guys play? Uh, mostly 3.5. Yeah. Have you tried Fifth Ed? No. I do I not haven't. like it. Really? No. no. Oh, oh, man, I don't want to fight you on your yeah. show. <laughs> um, I do. It's so <laughs> nice. Go ahead. I, I don't... Uh, it feels like playing WoW on paper. Mm. See, I found that with Fourth Ed, for sure. Because, like, I remember playing Fourth Ed... And I was trying to run that, and one of my players, actually our mutual acquaintance, Chris, yeah. uh, was like, I want to punch someone. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I do that? And we had to look up, there's no way to punch anybody in fourth ed. You have to use a daily power or a minute power. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, you have to spam an You've ability. You've got your role, and there's, you pretty much, that, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. You can't there, step out, it's hard to step outside of the rules, or mm. without making your own rules and ways to do, I found. I don't know. I guess I had maybe fifth gen. I haven't got as far into. I thought that's what I had played. Maybe it was fourth. I mean, I'm finding fifth is really nice because I've I've only run a little bit of Pathfinder. Like I'm a very new at it GM mm -hmm. and well, I guess DM if I'm talking about Dungeons and Dragons now. Yes. But looking at it, I'm looking to run one of the module books, and it just looks. It's so clear. It's laid out so neatly. The flavor text actually corresponds to proper places in the book, unlike Pathfinder. <laughs> well, Pathfinder's a bit put together between three point. It just kind of encompasses a lot of three point five rules. Three point seven five, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is great because there's so much. But they're putting stuff out too quickly. Out there. Well, and then if you take in 3.5 as well, that's why they had to get rid of 3.5, isn't it? Because yeah. there was just mm -hmm. so much. It was confusing to try to do anything in that game. And I mean, they're just, especially with the modded adventures, they're putting stuff out so quickly. We, we ran uh, a game of Starfinder, which is Pathfinder in space. Okay. And it ran for, I think, seven sessions on our channel. It's, you can still catch it on YouTube. And it's with their new engine. They're trying everything out. We're like, oh, we'll use one of their modules. We'll see how it runs. Yeah. It was like the second or third module they'd made for it. They were still, they were publishing this book so fast, they didn't spell check it or um, copy edit it. You were finding things like make a... Religion check. A, make a religion check. There a was religion no religion check. skill. Yeah, there's no religion skill. Like, it's culture. It was Everything's like culture. mysticism or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, And that was a trained only skill. Yeah. Which odd. was like, well, none of us can make it then. Yeah. So, so basically great. asking for rules that don't exist. And you're like, oh, man, like... Well, we were just discussing a character the other day to try and make like a Sharknado. Yes. <laughs> we were, well, I, I figure with two druids of sufficient mm -hmm. level, you could create a Sharknado. We're pretty sure. I think you could. Yeah, yeah. sounds One legit. One would have to be kind of either druid or weather wizard type thing, right? A Tempest Cleric, maybe. Yeah, there Tempest Cleric could give some there help there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but I, I like believe it. the They're costume contest is uh, just kicking off. Yeah. Nice. Ah. Yeah. And you guys also do, uh, is, there not, is it a Star Trek? So right now we're running three different games. Um, three? Four? I guess there's like the occasional off one. Um, so every Wednesday we alternate between running a game of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons called Generic Fantasy Setting number 17735. Yeah. Uh, which we started with like the most vanilla fantasy setting like Elves like nature. <laughs> Dwarves are Scottish. You know, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it's kind of like slowly we're evolving it into its own thing. And eventually we'll even name it, but not yet. But yeah, it, it is basically a homebrew. We've got all our own gods, etc. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think 
I, I, I am absolutely in love with one of our gods who is basically the drunk white girl at parties. Oh, yeah. You know, and she's just the <laughs> nicest goddess. She's great. She's just like, you know, that girl in the bathroom stall who's like, oh, your makeup's so nice. Uh, and then on off weeks, we run a game of uh, Hunter the Vigil, which is set in like the Chronicles of Darkness, World of Darkness, like White Wolf Publishing book. Uh, so it's a modern supernatural horror game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds interesting. It's really good, actually. And it's high drama. I think last session, I mean, was largely just people getting drunk in a, in a hotel and crying at each other. Is White Wolf uh, connected with, like, vampire? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They're the yeah. ones. So they, there's a really long story there. They, they used to be the ones who had the publishing rights, and they've, they've since lost that because of uh, some controversy a few months ago. Oh, Mistakes okay. were made. Yeah. I mean, I can sum it up super quick if you want. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so Give they were putting out a new edition of Vampire, and they... Um, they thought, okay, great, we're doing this fifth edition of Vampire because there's fifth edition of D&D, so we need to match fifth eds. Cool. So we're going to do this, and how better to make this Vampire game Vampire than to get the original creator, Mark Rain Hagen, back to write. So they did, and uh, Mark Rain Hagen is one of those guys who had really, good, really great ideas in the beginning of his career and then kind of went off the deep end. So he was writing stuff about uh, this vampiric organization, and he's like, you know what would be great? if the Chechnyan genocide that's occurring right now is actually not happening and it's a smokescreen for vampiric activity and like it just ballooned uh, into this hyper-political thing. To the point Le- where the Russian government took this up as a possible explanation. Oh, this is so foolish. Even they're putting it in role-playing books. Yeah. So wow. As not being real. So the parent company that bought White Wolf a couple of years ago was like, yeah, we're going to... We're going to take this property back now, and you guys aren't a thing anymore. Sorry. (laughs) You killed your own company. You're now a um, a vanity label. Ouch. And, uh, yeah, so they gave the um, production to uh, a company called Modiphius. But I don't know if you guys know. They do, like, they do Star Trek adventures and Conan and uh, the the Fallout tabletop game. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So they're a really good British company that's really one of the only non-Wizards of the Coast manufacturers that's still around these days. Yeah. Aside from little indie productions. But yeah, yeah, we do Star Trek as well, and you were talking, I think, to Krista earlier, who's yes. in my Star Trek game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the Hunter game. And the Hunter game, yeah. That's uh, probably the reason I see your feed on my Facebook. Oh, really? It's through her, through oh, her nice. feed. Yeah. I was wondering yeah. how I got there. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I yeah, see yeah. it pop up regularly. It's great. Yeah, so we run D&D, Hunter, and Star Trek regularly. Yeah. We have some. Yeah, we, have let, a, we have a couple let's plays that you've done. We yeah. also have done um, some get, playing of Betrayal, House on the Hill. That's the a Legacy great Edition. Game. The Legacy. Have you played the Legacy Edition? I don't think I played you the find Legacy. Out why it's haunted? Oh, neat. Yeah. Wow. Neat. And you put stickers on. It's a lot of fun. Rip cards up, which freaks everybody out. Yeah, and then we did a bit of Monster of the Week as well as a kind of a one shot. Yeah. And these. Uh, weekly episodes are they just youtube or so we stream on twitch every wednesday night at 7 p.m pacific okay uh, okay. and then alternating fridays is star trek um what's your what's your name on twitch uh it's twitch.tv slash dorktales youtube.com slash dorktales okay and um you can also find us on instagram at dorktales channel and we're also on twitter as dorktales um and, the exact. Uh, and then Patreon and, as Dork Tales as well. And Facebook. <laughs> there's so many social media places. Oh, <laughs> I know. We, there certainly is. It's crazy. We tried keeping up with a few different, and we decided just to limit it back and 
pretty much just do Facebook and a little bit of Instagram now. It's we it's do we do a little Twitter, but yeah, yeah. we're gonna. You pretty much just have up. to pick one to. I I end up spending my afternoon making a post and then duplicating it on every single one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> which it is but, just insane. It is. It is quite fun. I find like in my own profession. I handle social media, and Twitter is kind of the place for professionals, it seems like. It really is. Because companies and stuff like that, like, we get actual retweets from Modifius, which is fantastic. It yep. feels so good when that happens. Yeah, I bet. But Instagram's great, too, because there's a yeah. huge Instagram, like, um, actual play role-playing game community. A lot of people support and share, and that's how we have a lot of our uh, re-hosting on Twitch, people that stream yeah. your content when they're not online. Yeah. It's, it's cool. A little short videos and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. cool. Um, and then we're starting up a new segment soon, if you guys are interested, called, it's either going to be Kelly Hates Horror or Love Hate Horror or something like that, where I'm a I'm a chicken when it comes to scary movies, so it's going to be like us doing audio commentary of me screaming and crying while we watch movies like Hereditary. Nice. And, That'd be uh, awesome. It's going to be... A, well, oh. that's... Kelly's going to be doing You're that. You're not going to do it? Oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> All right. We need to do an action movie series where you can watch old Schwarzenegger yes. movies with me. <laughs> yeah, some of the classics. Oh, yeah. Some Predator. Yeah. 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 See, I haven't watched kidding. most yeah. of them, so my reaction is a first time reaction. Oh, That's you so gotta go back and watch They Live. I actually have yet to watch They Live. Oh. I know. Rowdy Ronnie Piper. Oh, oh it's <laughs> so good. Okay. Well, that's nice. I don't often hear him say that. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's rare, but like, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up in like the 90s, right? So everything was like whatever I could get from the five movies, five days, five dollars bin. Yeah. You know? Good old blockbuster. Oh, yeah. oh so good. Yeah. 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 Oh. Those yeah, were no, the days. They Live is pretty much the basis for um, Duke Nukem. Really? Yeah. Oh, hell, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where the catchphrases and stuff were uh, first heard, I believe. Yeah, it's a good one. So what's, your, what's your favorite Schwarzenegger movie? I got to know. Running Man. Running Man, she hasn't seen it. It's on yeah. the. It's on the, our. The our one liners in that movie take it for me. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Conan. Need a I love Conan. Conan. I was at a work function the other day, and it was like a team building activity. And they say, "Well, what is best in life?" And I'm like, mm, yeah. "I can't." And I'm just muttering under my breath, like, you know, crush your enemies, <laughs> see them driven before you, get <laughs> the lamentation of the women. Like, and they're like, "What the hell are you talking about, new guy?" And I'm like, "Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all." <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love Conan. Have you seen the special edition of that where he has a soliloquy? No, I haven't. Dude, it's like early Schwarzenegger, where his accent is like him gargling maple syrup, you know? Oh, that'd and, be good. But he's like, they're waiting for the final battle at the mounds, and Subudai's like, Conan, what are you thinking about? He's like, the wind, days like this. They remind me of my childhood. And he goes off for like three minutes about his father, and you're just like, what, what is, the hell is yeah. this movie? And What's he's happening here? That is amazing. Crush them. You know, it's, it's super good. Yeah. That is amazing. Nice. I'll have to check that one out <laughs> yeah. for the extra scenes. Yeah. So where are you guys going to be next after this con? Uh, well, we were just invited up to uh, mid yeah. Con. Yeah. Uh, in September, and then I think we're gonna go to Anime Evolution. I don't know if we're doing anything besides just like hanging just, out. We might just be nerds, sir. Yeah, it's nice to do once in a while, I imagine. Just relax, yeah. The the twice weekly schedule is pretty draining. Well, I think otherwise we're we were planning on trying to get in another Extra Life, an earlier one. Yeah, we're gonna be doing another charity stream, which uh, I guess I'll let you guys know about. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, and 
try to make some money for kids because, you know, kids need money. And what charity is that going to be for? Um, uh, last time it was BC Children's Hospital. I yeah. think we'd probably be doing the same. Always yeah, a good cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, we, I've done a lot of charity for BC Children's. Yeah. I used to be uh, board of directors for Superheroes of Victoria. Oh, it's fantastic. So you know some of my some of my friends as well. Um, oh, I'm sure I do. Used to be a Green Lantern there. My friend Bastion. Sebastian. Bastion. No, I never met him. Okay. Um, the Green Lantern that I would know of, his name was Phil. Okay. He, did, he did the Green Lantern a lot, but I never met him. Well, that's really cool. Superheroes yeah. of Victoria is a fantastic yeah. cause. And then I switched over to Heroes, Inc. with uh, Dave. Yeah, oh, nice. Um, that's the Phenomicon founder. Mm. Nice. Oh, so, yeah, I know Dave is a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of comics, I guess I might as well do a shameless plug, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So right as here. of September, uh, if anybody wants to learn how to make comics, I'm officially a professor at Camosun. Oh, so cool. I'm working with Ken Stacy on uh, like the comic creation program they have. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm doing the narrative side, and he's doing all of like the important art and like the structure of the program with with Joan, and um, I'll be helping people in narrative classes because I'm a professor, and that's so weird. I can't Man, stop saying it. Man, the courses it. that they provide these days are just amazing. It's such a cool program because you start, and by the end of it, you have in your hands your comic book. That is cool. You know. It's so great to actually graduate from a program with a piece of your body of work in your hand. Yeah. 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 Thanks it, for having us on here, man. Yeah, no absolutely. Thank you guys, Thank for, you guys for stopping by. I'm sure you guys got stuff to get back to. I think it's and a good time to take a nap at this point. <laughs> we out. are feeling that too. The day is dra not dragging, but it's a long day. Yeah. What other interviews have you had? Uh, we've done seven. Ooh, other and ones. This is number eight. Uh, it's yeah, number eight. Number for eight. Us, wow. so. Yeah, so we're. Pace uh, yourselves, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Staying cool. busy. First Take time at a break. con here, so it's uh, yeah, yeah. Learning process, that's for sure. But where do you guys mostly broadcast? I wanna, I wanna follow you guys. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and our own website at scuzzcast.com. Cool. I'm cool. definitely gonna subscribe. Awesome. awesome. Thank, Thank you very, very much. much. Yeah. See you the next Thank con. You guys. You yes, betcha. For sure. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Check one two. Oh yeah. Check check check. We are alive. What? It's just recording, so we're just gonna go. Oh, yeah, we are. We're just going. We're going. We're going. All right, guys. We're gone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Finito. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Something like a phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> Something like a phenomenon. Botched. Yeah, it was so our this first uh, con as a group together. Yeah. First live recording event. Yeah. Yeah. Managed to pull her off somewhat. How do you yeah, guys? No, it was actually lots yeah. of fun. Uh, I think it was good. So got to see lots of good costumes. Some think we should do this again. Costumes. Oh yeah, we'll definitely be doing it again. Yes. Cheers, well. I hope everybody enjoyed the interviews. Yeah. I know I did. Hell yeah. yeah. I had a good time. Yeah. What about some okay, of the cosplays? Some of the cosplays were incredible. Yeah. Okay, hiccup. That hiccup cosplay was amazing. Like, like wow, the wings and everything. Yeah. And he said uh, he threw it together in I a month. I by the Mad Hatter. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Spider-Man was really good. Spider-Man right Spider there. Spider-Man was good. Yeah. I enjoyed the Spider-Man, but like we discussed, I just don't like it as much because it looks like it was a one-piece buy. Yeah. Which is yeah. cool, but doesn't have the challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, how are you going to piece together a Spider-Man costume? Yeah, you... Well, you can't get a different face shield. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I just don't appreciate it right. as much because it's... It shows less significance for you. I get it. I get it. Still fantastic, though. I mean, that Witcher chick was awesome. Oh, yeah, the Witcher chick was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. bad that I seem to never be able to remember. Well, and she came and bought the. the person. She came yeah. and bought your Dark Soul stuff for her boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't remember the name of the person she was. 
Connie. Yeah. Well, she's she's the the female lead from Witcher too. Yeah, I know that. Three. I just don't know her name. Witcher. Three. Yeah, the one, the newest one. Yeah, yeah. She's the wild hunt. Oh, is she? I'm pretty sure there's a few wild hunts in that game. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, All right, it was boys. a fun day, guys. Yeah, it was yep. fun. Let's go home. Scuzzcast Live. Bye bye now. Ish. Catch us on Apex Legends later. <laughs>